It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag, and I'm going to do something different because uh, the first question today is going to come from me. The first question <laughs> is from me to you. And I had Can I ask I, you I, one back. Yeah, I had intended okay. to ask Mike McCarthy this question when we talked to him on mm. uh, Friday. We had a lot of stuff to get to with him, so it just it wasn't one that I, I ended up having the time for. But was he really surly with you guys? I didn't think he was surly. I don't with know that guys. he was surly. I think he was a little – I think he's – I think the frustration you see when he talks about the Brandon Cooks situation right now is is the same frustration someone has when they know you're right and they just they don't want to talk I, about it anymore. I don't. I, I think I, I think he knows people are right that Brandon Cooks needs to have a bigger presence. But Bobby, to me, if Brandon Cooks and 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 I'm I'm not trying to be an apologist for Mike McCarthy. Everybody knows that, but I'm trying to be fan fair. Club, we know. I, I'm trying to be fair here. I'm just trying to be fair. I think if Brandon Cooks and Brandon Cooks is a pros pro, so he's not. You're not going to hear him about complaining or you know if he's not getting the ball or whatever. I think he's highly frustrated. Okay, he could be frustrated. I, I think he's it's, I think he's a pro about but, it. Yeah, but Bobby, but to me, to me, to me, I kind of believe that when you watch the All Twenty Two, if you watched every single route that Brandon Cooks runs, yeah, there's separation out there. I think there's things, and I think Mike McCarthy would like to come out and say, hey, we're trying to get the ball to him. But and I asked Stephen Jones the question today. Do you feel like that there is some route or play call bad luck? When and I brought it up the other day, when you create a route where all of a sudden, you know, you got Pollard out in the flat and he runs inside on the goal line in the end zone and here's a deep cross coming from Cooks on the other side. And they collide and Dak can't get the ball to either one of them. Yeah, you know, and then there's the the Jets game where they run another deep cross, and the Jets are playing zone, and there's three guys sitting over there on this side of the field waiting for him, you know. And then there's the let's run, let's run a play with, uh, let's take Gallup and try and run a rub route with Gallup and Ferguson. Oh, well, that doesn't work because oh wait, we throw it to Gallup and it bounces off him. See, to me, that's now where that play needs to be a Brandon Cooks play. If it's rub and it's zone and Ferguson, they can't get him the ball, the ball needs to go now inside to Cooks and let him run. You know? Why, why, I, don't, I th- why, don't, why don't they do what they did with, with the speed that he has? Why don't they do what they did with CeeDee Lamb and the Rams game where they go, we're going to get you three smoke routes. We're just going to throw See, you the that's ball and what, that, run. that's what everybody's saying. And, and, and I, think, uh, I think there's people now that are saying, oh, we'll throw him screens and all that. that that's fine. Just, but don't throw him screens just to throw him screens. He he can make he can separate down the field in this game. He will separate, right? He'll but if put, you're but if you're if you're concerned with the man, we've schemed up everything and just the worst luck. All right, well then create luck. How about how about okay? You know Dallas's ability to block on screens is about none right now. Sure, am I right about that? Yeah. Do, do the linemen get out in front? Eh, not always. 
do the receivers really, you know, do they really not consistent with the receivers? Yeah. It's all of a sudden, like all of a sudden they ask Tolbert out there to block or Gallup out there or land somebody block and they miss the block. And all of a sudden it's a, Oh, we threw three smoke screens for two yards today. Yeah. You know that I don't, I don't want to just throw smoke screens to him just to throw smoke screens. If you want to create opportunities for him down the field. And I think they are, I think that he's having some, some issues with coverage and some just route bad luck. And sure, it's, but, and he, it's, but he is fast enough to where he, he has enough game-breaking speed that I think if you put a screen in his hands, that's not just a normal, let's get him a touch on the ball. That can be a weapon to, to just yeah. get him a screen and, and let him go. And I want to make sure that when, okay, and I, I'm not trying to, I, I sound super negative about this right now. Would you put it, would you, would you start trying to, if you're looking for a schematic change and he's got speed and he's a smaller guy, would you start trying to do some different things like line him up in the backfield? And like have him run routes out of the backfield. I'd, I'd put him in the slot and I'd, I'd run sail routes. I'd run outs. I'd run. I'd sprint to him. You know, run outs, quick outs. You know, whatever you have to do, get him the ball on the move. You know, and I think they've tried with these some of these right to left deep crossers, mm-hmm. and they just it haven't worked. And I think McCarthy's frustrated because he keeps hearing you and I talk about get him the ball and he's trying to get him the ball, but they can't get him the ball because of some of the coverages that he had dealt with, or they collide with Pollard in the end zone and Dak can't throw him the ball because two white jerseys have collided each other and they're both stopped in the end zone. Well, well then that's still something that would come back to McCarthy is why are your, why is it week nine and your guys can't, you know, run right route depth? Why, why do you, because you know why Bobby, because they don't practice on Wednesday and Thursday. Then that's your that's coach. Why. That's your that's, coach. That, that's what I'm saying. And Mike so talks. This all as, eventually comes back to that. Well, no, Mike and Mike talks about like today. He's like going. He goes. Well, we had a good practice today. We had a good practice today. Good, well, good week of practice today. You know what? What player has? What player did Brian Schottenheimer on Monday say has gotten better in practice? That that works at practice harder than anybody and has gotten better at practice or the way he attacks practice. I don't recall what I recall from Lamb. was him saying, oh, was him saying, was him saying steel needed to work yes. better. CD Lamb. CD Lamb has gotten better. You know why? Because he practices his stuff, you know, and I get it. And I asked Stephen Jones a question again today because Stephen and I are the same age and Stephen played college football at Arkansas. And I asked him this question. I go, when you were in college, you practiced, right? Practice hard, right? See, there's a difference between, to me, having – and Stephen Underry says, listen, Brian, I get what you're saying. I get it. you got to practice. But they're also in the belief about 17-game schedule and having the health of their team. Yeah. Okay, I'm for you. But one of your best players practices hard. And the coach even said it. The, the OC said it. And to me, and then now you got all these – and, and it's what's happening is the players – that are veteran players, that are your primary players, are the ones that are getting the veteran days. They're getting veteran days. And I understand the veteran day for Tyron Smith now because we never know if Tyron Smith's going to play again. You know, we just never know. Walking yeah, across the street. Yeah, that's a unique case. That's a unique that's a case. Un- but everybody else, to me, there needs to be work on rub routes and how deep is Schoonmaker supposed to be and where's Ferguson and, you know, that kind of thing. Or, hey, where's Gallup and where's the mesh point with Ferguson and you know, you you tell me you tell me about practice, you tell me about it, and then you go out and we talked about those nine one one moments. You know, where where's where's Amari Cooper in the nine one one moment? Well, he hadn't been practicing all week, so we can't put him on the field. Coach's decision. Yeah, and he doesn't get along with your wide receivers, coach. Yeah, so all these things, 
You know, Mike McCarthy in, you know, I appreciate him. I appreciate him in the health of trying to work with the health of the team. But I also feel like, though, you can't be making mistakes on the field of stuff, that you, you know, stuff you put on the game sheet, on the play sheet, the stuff you practice. That's stuff you practice. Yeah. So to me, I'm, if there continues to be, if there continues to be some busts or, whoa, what just happened there? Questions? I think somebody needs to ask the practice question, Mike. And I did of Stephen Jones. And he was like, I see what you're talking about, Brian. I believe that. I do believe that because your best player, and I'll say it one last time. I'm sorry, folks. I repeat myself a ton. No, you're good. Your, your best player right now is C.D. Lamb. Yes. Am I right about that? Yeah. And what did the OC say? He practices hard every week. Yeah. That's why. That's why. All right, let's jump to some of these uh, questions real quick from the listeners. I ran uh, it. I'm sorry about no, that. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I think I think that answers. Honestly, that covers about half the questions. A lot of what you're saying within there covers about half the questions that we were getting here. That's why I'm, I'm kind of scanning through now and taking a look at some of the other questions that we have here. Here's a, a sort of a, a, a generalized one from Alan. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says, is the defense good? Or just middle of the road. And I guess that's where we've seen some dominant moments from this defense. We you mentioned earlier in the show they're three and three since Diggs went out. There are yeah. times where they look really good, other times where where it's it doesn't look as good as it should be. Right. Um, you know, when when given short fields, we noticed short fields for the Eagles. Dallas had a tough time, you know, yeah, holding firm when they gave up those short fields. So Brian, how would you, I guess the general question that Alan's getting at here is just like halfway through the season, how do you, what do you call this defense? I think this defense is, uh, I would say they are good. I don't think they're great. And I don't think they're great because they're missing some of their best players. I think the Van Der Esch injury really, really hurts them right now. I That Marquise Bell, you can't say enough good things about him stepping in. And the fact that Britt Brown and the trainers and all that, and the kid are trying to get ready you know, to play this week and he likely will play with a calf injury. That just shows you that this kid's committed. He knows he's got to be on the field. I know it's the Giants, but he's got to be on the field. He he knows that. He has to play. Um they they really do miss Vanderesh. They really do miss Diggs because Diggs injury has hurt them to the point where they have to play. I guarantee you if if Bland was playing in the slot when Dallas Goddard ran that sail route and pushed off and then ran to the sidelines and it went for a third down catch for 20 something yards. I think, I think if you put, if you put uh, Goddard against Bland in that situation, I don't think Bland would have let him catch the ball. I, I don't think so. I think, and Jordan Lewis at times has been good for you. I, I think that there's, I think if you ask me who would you pick on in the secondary, I pick on the slot and then I would pick on, uh, uh, Gallimore or excuse me, uh, Gilmore. And then I would, I would last guy I'd pick on would be bland. And I think they've, I think they've lost. I think they've lost some of that ability because of those two players. And I don't think they've been particularly good at safety. That's, what, that's ha- what I was about to ask. What, and they have, and they have been good at safety before, which is a they, bigger detriment to this team right now. The fact that they're safeties. missing that they're, if I told you, you could oh. get one, I told you, you can get digs back or you can just get, Wilson, Hooker, and Curse to return to the level of play we've seen them play the last two years, which would be a bigger boost for the team. I'd love, to, I'd love to. Play yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, Digs back. I'd love to have Digs back, but I'll tell you what: if you in in, I love horse racing. It's a photo finish. It's no, it's nose to nose to the wire. 
because I, I give me this digs. Is not, this has not gone unnoticed by this football team, by the way. These coaches, yeah. if you talk to people in that building, they know these safeties have been really disappointing. They've been yeah. really frustrated. And, and, that's, and Dan, Dan Quinn had, had, had like, Dan Quinn had created magic with Curse. He created magic with Wilson. He created magic with Hooker. This that that group right there. If you uh, if you want to talk about a group that's that's struggled at, at times and probably a little too much, whereas how good they were last year, that that's the one group you put a big circle around right now. Yeah, and that, I would that's... I would take. I mean, is that was a hard question, a really good question. Matter of fact, I might save that one for <laughs> uh, for one of the pregame shows. To ask Eric, fellas, yeah, yeah, about that because. Or ask Brad Sham or ask Babe Lothenberg in the pregame if you could say, "Hey, I, I, could I have Diggs back, or would you want your safety play to be at a, 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 a and not, not even an elite level? Just get back a, to the level that it's been over work. the last two years. Bingo. Yeah." Yeah. So, well, that does it for us here today on the Love of the Star podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I, I think we both anticipate a a victory, not only a victory, but a convincing victory. But Lord knows we will have more than enough to talk about if they struggle in this game at all. Uh, you know, it's it's a, a bit of a stretch where they're going to get to breathe a little bit. You hope you get the Giants, then the Panthers, then Washington, then starts a gauntlet where you've got Seattle and Buffalo and Miami and Detroit and another game with Philly. This is going to be a really tough stretch. This is about the last three games of the season where you feel like you might be able to not not let off the gas, but breathe a little bit and just feel like you are the better team heading into all three of these games. Uh, so yeah. so an opportunity that the Cowboys can't let slip away. Um, and so a, a, a unique opportunity that begins with this Giants game where, honestly, if you don't go 3-0 and in this stretch, Brian, um, you you might be jeopardizing your season in a lot of ways, I feel like. I think yeah. you have to sweep these three because you've got a, yeah. enough tough games coming up. Yeah. For Brian Broaddus, I'm Bobby Belts. We will talk to you guys again later.